We are a nation that is hostile to liberty and freedom and faith. We are a nation whose economy is floundering, whose stores are not stocked, whose deliveries are not coming, and whose educational system is ranked at the bottom of every list. We are a nation that in many ways has become a joke. But soon we will have greatness again. It was hardworking patriots like you who built this country, and it is hardworking patriots like you who are going to save our country. There is no mountain we cannot climb. There is no summit we cannot reach. There is no challenge we cannot beat. There is no victory we cannot have. We will not bend. We will not break. We will not yield ever, ever, ever. We will never give in. We will never give up. And we will never, ever back down. We will never let you down. As long as we are confident and you know, the tyrants we are fighting do not stand even a little chance. Because we are Americans, and Americans kneel to God and God alone. And it is time to start talking about greatness for our country again. Good morning. It's Freedom Friday. Freedom Friday. That's what we like to call it. Another great day on the east coast of our great republic. Although, never really happy that I'm still in New York, but hopefully that'll change sooner than later. Anyway, it's Friday. Another week went by. Hope you're all doing good. Hit the like button, rumble, follow. Yeah, Facebook, hit that share button. It helps. Facebook still has me so throttled and i uh, remember the days where they didn't and when you know you have forty thousand followers on facebook you had thirty thousand views on videos and people actually watching and engaging of course that's all gone to crap because facebook sucks i hear they're getting ready to hold um zucker cuck in contempt of congress i saw that uh this morning briefly on somebody's uh, news ticker i forget who we'll see if that actually happens but glad you're all here chats are open I want to thank uh, Dan from uh, Kansas City, who after the show, I don't know, Dan, if you're watching, I don't know where you normally watch, but he bought uh, a dozen cigars for uh, service members deployed on MyPatriotCigars.com, and I appreciate it. You didn't buy any cigars for yourself, but you, uh, you, bought, uh, you bought a dozen cigars for our service members, so thank you. And you, anyone out there who wants to do that can go over to MyPatriotCigars.com and you can use promo code MAGA for the 25% off, which Dan from Kansas City did and put a note in there about the show. So Dan, thank you for uh, wherever you're watching. You didn't mention that, but I appreciate it. Rumble is where it's at. Hog in the house. New meme comes out today. Can't wait. James Curry and I for uh, Freedom Friday tonight, 8.30 p.m. Eastern, we'll be doing a segment of Memes of the Week. And uh, Hog promise we won't mass tag you on Twitter when we do it. <laughs> that was I still laugh about that. Anyway, <clears throat> a lot of stuff going on. We have um, the uh, Biden's prosecutor, who doesn't even live in the United States, Jack Smith, adding more charges to Donald Trump's document case, which is a uh, complete and utter bullshit. And you know, every time something's going on with Hunter or something else let's 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 add more charges to donald trump let's figure out another indictment let's talk about ufos i mean it's wild but and now of course 
the DeSantis campaign, the DeSantis influencers and Twitter idiots are amping up the narrative of Trump supporters are seeing what's what's uh, framing to be the end of Donald Trump's presidential campaign. This is what they're banking on. And they're all they're all speaking the same points. They're calling out certain Trump influencers saying, look, even even Johnny Maga, great memer, by the way, John, go follow him on Twitter. Johnny Maga is 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 whining about uh, DeSantis not committing to pardon Donald Trump. No, that that's that's not because anybody thinks Donald Trump is not going to be the nominee. That's pointing out that Ron DeSantis is a gutless piece of shit like Paul Ryan and Jeb Bush and everybody behind him. So, yeah, they're spinning that narrative to demoralize Trump supporters, to demoralize anyone who is supporting Donald Trump to be the presidential nominee and eventually the 47th president of the United States in the hopes that you'll have second thoughts and saying, you know what, maybe it is. It's just overwhelming charge after charge, indictment after indictment. What are they going to do? Then comes conviction after conviction. Then comes plea deals and and, and all of these other sorts of, of, of just strong legal language to intimidate the average American voter into saying, wow, they got him this time. They've been getting, they've been trying to get him since he came down the escalator. Which, you know, this came out yesterday, the breaking Jack Smith hits Trump with additional charges as third defendant added in classified documents case. And this is just, this goes beyond the pale of, uh, Ridiculousness. Special counsel Jack Smith hit Trump with three additional charges in the investigation. Into, sorry, I have something on my tongue. That's horrible. Sorry about that. <laughs> Whatever it was, I ate it, so <laughs> I'm horrible. The superseding indictment filed in the Southern District of Florida claims Trump was part of a scheme to delete security footage from Mar-a-Lago. Scheme to delete security footage from your private golf club, your business, and your home. This is a slippery slope. One, where were any subpoenas? Because we would have heard about them, and I don't remember hearing about them. Maybe if there was, someone can correct me. Were there any subpoenas for any type of security footage from Mar-a-Lago? As a matter of fact, when the FBI raided Mar-a-Lago, they were told to turn off the security cameras. And Donald Trump specifically, well, not him, but whoever was in charge there because he was in Jersey at the time, conveniently, they did it when he wasn't there, not to turn off the security footage because they wanted all of the footage for the FBI going through, you know, Melania's dresser drawers, Barron's bedrooms, tearing things apart. So it is his private property. I have cameras all over my home. I got a dozen cameras, audio, night vision, everything. And once every six months, I wipe all of the servers. I wipe the server clean. I wipe everything clean, everything, just, just in case. I want a fresh start. I actually have it set automatically. It does it. 
and I can stop it from my phone at any time in case it's something I want to bring up. You can do whatever you want with your cameras in your private residence and your business. Where in writing did it say he had no right to delete any part of security footage at Mar-a-Lago? Again, what else can we throw at him? Trump has been charged with three new counts, including one additional count of willful retention of national defense information and two additional obstruction counts related to alleged attempts to delete surveillance video footage at the Mar-a-Lago resort in summer of 22. It's a report from CNN. Anyway, so what? So what if he did delete it? Now they're literally going to go after his maintenance superintendent of Mar-a-Lago, this 50-something-year-old guy who runs all of the maintenance facility. The, 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 he's the facilities guy. All the gardeners, the how everyone reports to this guy. They're now indicting him, a third defendant, because the other guy, um, Trump's valet, uh, Nort, I forget his first name. I'm an idiot for that. They're just throwing indictments around. Even if they did delete the video footage, which it doesn't matter, he has every right to do. Where in there would it say that he can't delete the footage of his home and residence? It's absurd. Smith also charged a third defendant in Trump's classified document case. On Thursday, Jack Smith charged Carlos D. Oliveira, a maintenance worker who helped Trump aid Walt Nada, there you go, move boxes of documents around at Mar-a-Lago. So now the documents that are there that Donald Trump was lawfully allowed to have because he was the president and he can declassify anything. The maintenance director, the maintenance worker, helped move them around so you can't move them around and you can't delete camera footage and wipe the servers clean in your house or business. It doesn't make sense. Carlos Dio Oliveira, 56, has been added to the obstruction conspiracy charges filed in the original charges. They're hoping that they can grab somebody to lie and, and testify and lie against Donald Trump. They did that to Roger Stone, and Roger Stone refused to do it, so they held him, they convicted him for lying to Congress after he voluntarily testified on the Russia hoax that didn't exist. So if they can, they couldn't pressure Roger Stone to lie, who knows if they can pressure some 56-year-old maintenance worker at Mar-a-Lago to lie. I doubt Trump's aide, Walt Nada, is going to lie. But this is what they do. Well, listen, we got you on obstruction conspiracy charges, guy. You're 56 years old. You push a lawnmower at Mar-a-Lago. You mop a floor at Mar-a-Lago. What are you going to do the rest of your life? What's your family going to do when you're in federal prison for 20 years? You better tell us this and sign this statement now against the big bad orange man that's the play no documents were destroyed why wouldn't they just destroy all the documents special counsel jack smith has charged the third defendant according to the court files former president donald trump and his aide walt nada were charged last month both have pleaded not guilty of course and D. Oliveira was the maintenance worker who helped move the boxes classified do- of, of classified documents around, around Mar-a-Lago after the Justice Department first subpoenaed Trump for classified documents last May. Now, Jack Smith recently indicted Trump on 37 federal counts in Miami. 
He was charged with 31 counts of willful retention of national defense information and six other process crimes stemming from his conversations with his lawyer. It's so ridiculous. Co-conspirator Will Nada, the Mar-a-Lago aide, he was indicted. And uh, this is this is the game. This is the game. But again, let's talk about deleting things. Hillary Clinton deleted official emails. She did all sorts of crazy crap with emails and government property. She had cell phones smashed with hammers. So Hillary Clinton was able to do it as Secretary of State. And other people can do things with documents. How is deleting? Seriously, it's a, it's a serious question. I'd love to hear your opinion. Anyone out there in the comments anywhere, I could see them. How, what's the difference? Well, I, I, to me, actually, there's a big difference. Hillary did it with official emails, like official government emails, classified emails, and other things. Where Donald Trump, past president, might have deleted surveillance video at his home and business. I, I it, it's none of it's making sense, but none of it's supposed to make sense. It's just indictment, indictment, indictment. They didn't get Hillary, you see. They didn't get Hillary because <clears throat> Hillary did nothing wrong. Donald Trump is always the bad guy. Always the bad guy. I mean, the the, the narrative itself to them makes perfect sense. And and from a, from a foreign dwelling Obama linked prosecutor Jack Smith his wife literally I think wrote a documentary she was a documentarian on on the Obama family who just dare I say killed their personal chef. <laughs> yeah, but these three more charges and apparently the new charge there's other charges also um to attempting to alter, destroy, mutilate, or conceal evidence, inducing someone else to do so, which is a new count under the Espionage Act stemming from a document they allege he showed to visitors at the Trump National Club at Bedminster, which they have no proof he was showing an official document and often would show articles of things and talk about it. So they have no proof that he showed an actual uh document, classified document to a staffer. They have audio of them showing something and papers rustling around. And, th and that's, that's the stretch. So there's a quote here, I think from the Trump, the, the Trump, sorry, <laughs> the Trump campaign. It's early still for me. Deranged Jack Smith knows that they have no case and it's casting about for any way to salvage their illegal witch hunt and to get someone other than Donald Trump to run against crooked Joe Biden. The Trump campaign shot back with that on Thursday. And I really feel bad for this, this maintenance worker because they're going to run him through the ringer. And I'm sure he's going to have great, you know, defense. But a guy like that who is just a, he's, he's just a worker. They're going to pressure this guy. They're going to threaten him. 56 years old. Sure, he's got a family. I haven't really looked into the guy himself. Obviously, he's a trusted maintenance worker if he was doing things at Mar-a-Lago. And I don't know if he was in charge. of. I thought I read somewhere he was in charge of maintenance, but I don't know. 
Breitbart did an exclusive uh, yesterday, last night at um, Bedminster with Trump. And uh, th- this actually was, this interview was scheduled way before the, uh, the new charges came out, but he responded to it. About a three minute video. I'm going to play it. And I think I got it where none of the ads will play. Right, let's, let's take a listen. Council put out a superseding indictment. That was, what that means is additional charges against you on the documents case, as well as they added another defendant, the, the head of maintenance down at Mar-a-Lago. Um, what's your, I, I don't know if you've had a chance to review this. I what's just your heard response it as I'm sitting it? down. This is harassment. This is election interference. Uh, I'm protected by the Presidential Records Act uh, totally. It shouldn't even be a case. It's not a criminal case. Uh, where's Biden with all the documents? He's got 20 times, 30 times the documents I have, and he has not made it easy for them either. They're hiding boxes. They're sending boxes to Chinatown. Boxes are being sent to Chinatown, and yet China's paying them millions of dollars. You explain that one. And you don't even hear about it. All you hear about is Trump. No, this is a two-tier system of injustice. And that's what we have. We have a sick country. Our country is very sick right now. We have a failing nation. And it's a very very sad thing to watch. Mm-hmm. You've called Jack Smith deranged. Yeah. Again, if you're elected president yeah. again, is he somebody you would fire? Well, I wouldn't keep him. <laughs> Jack Smith, why would I keep him? He is deranged. Look, uh, he's gone after other people been overturned unanimously in the Supreme Court. He's destroyed a lot of lives. Lives have been destroyed, and he's destroyed people. He's destroyed lives. And, uh, you know, virtually illegally. He was lowest learner in the IRS case, which is one of the most egregious abuses, what happened. The government had to apologize to people, went after Christians. No, this is a guy. He's a wild man, and I call him deranged. And he's been overturned, and uh, he went after the governor of Virginia overturned unanimously. He went after another senator or something. He was overturned. Uh, What he's he's done is just horrible. And the abuse of power, it is prosecutorial misconduct. Do you think that this case is, the the cases that he's bringing against you are going to end up, when we look back on them in history, uh, we'll be looking back at them like we look back at his case against Edwards, his case against uh, Senator Edwards, is who you're talking about there, uh, or Governor McDonald. And he's done it with people of both parties. I think they'll end up being an embarrassment to the Democrats and an embarrassment to our country. And they have lifted my poll numbers in all fairness, they didn't want to run against me. That's why they did it. They did this so that I wouldn't get the nomination. And it actually had the reverse effect. It's lifted my numbers, but I was winning anyway by a lot. And now the polls just came out today. I'm winning by like 40 points, 45 points. And I'm also beating Biden by a lot. And DeSantis, or DeSanctimonious, as I call him, <laughs> is losing very badly to Biden. I'm winning by a lot to Biden. Uh, they don't want to run against me. That's why they did it. And it's had a reverse impact because... The public is smart, and they see this stuff. And now, maybe a January 6th case. I don't know. Maybe not, too, because it's uh, did nothing wrong. But what they're doing has been uh, it's not been received very well by the public because the poll numbers are through the roof. But they did this in order to get me out. And it's incredible because the public gets it, and it had the opposite impact. Agreed. It is all having an opposite impact because every time he gets indicted, every time... Uh, they they come after him. His poll numbers rise, and this now is why they're spinning the narrative. The DeSantis team is trying to take advantage of this, especially their larger influencers on Twitter. They're all idiots. 
trying to demoralize Trump supporters. And people actually, <clears throat> I saw this morning, were saying, well, soon enough, we're going to have to take mercy on Trump supporters. And then some of them are like, this is true. They're, we're all brainwashed. We're all in this cult. We're all drinking this orange Kool-Aid because we can't think for ourselves. And then the, the DeSantis camp is going to take the higher road and and have mercy on us and welcome welcome us back into the realm of conservative politics for when Donald Trump is convicted and thrown in prison for life the rest of his life. And Ron DeSantis is the presidential nominee, the number two way to win, that we will all just they'll have mercy on us. And we will be there, 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 peasants in the movement and have to, you were right the whole time. We were wrong. Unbelievable. That is not going to happen. I will not be demoralized. Donald Trump is definitely not being demoralized. I can't imagine what it feels like to have the, the weight of the federal government and states, certain states that are, that are corrupt coming down on this man and how he's handling it. He is handling it. I don't see anyone else in modern day politics right now that can handle the pressure that Donald Trump is under the way he is handling it. It is unbelievable. But it's, and again, so we, we talk about, he mentioned the January 6th uh, case. The uh, yesterday, Trump lawyers met with the special prosecutor. Oh, by the way, before I get into that, Matt Gates has a bill. I don't know if it went to the floor or is introducing a bill to defund the uh, the Jack Smith investigation because of the just ridiculousness of it. And this is something because they are spending an unbelievable amount of money to go after Donald Trump off of nothing, off of nothing. And every Republican in Congress should be getting behind defunding the Jack Smith investigation and getting behind getting off their ass and getting impeachments ready for Christopher Ray, Alejandro Mayorkas, Merrick Garland, Joe Biden himself. Devin Archer, I heard, is, is uh, supposedly uh, going to testify on Monday the 31st, the last day of the month and the last day before Congress breaks for the entire month of August. And this is like, it was this plan this way. What are they going to do? Uh, Ted Cruz is, is, is urging for an impeachment uh, inquiry uh, into the house. And it, it's just, again, a lot's going to be forgotten about in a month. We're not going to forget about it. And then when they come back in September, probably after Labor Day, what, what's, what's going to come of this? Are we going to see any impeachments? What's going to happen? So this, so you had this like indictment, these extra charges added to this indictment, okay, for the, the document case. And then now the Trump lawyers were told to expect indictment as January 6th grand jury meets. I guess the January 6th grand jury is just convened. <clears throat> They're calling it the indictment watch over at uh, the Gateway Pundit. Just in time to distract from Joe and Hunter Biden's pay-to-play crimes. Like, it's all of the information, all of the proof, all of the documentation is there that bribes have been taken 
while Joe Biden was vice president and through Hunter Biden and business dealings and shell companies under the Biden family members' names. And here we're talking about Donald Trump deleting surveillance footage at his home. That was where this camera, those, those, this camera footage was never subpoenaed, from what I understand. Again, if anybody has any other information on that, please let me know. But from what I understand, no footage was subpoenaed. And on the contrary, when the, the FBI raided his home at Mar-a-Lago, they urged them to turn off the security cameras, which they refused to do, which is most likely why they're going after him for this. I'd love to know if Donald, what footage Donald Trump has, I don't know, of, of the FBI really going through their home, like the actual footage. I think he should release anything he, he might have, but speaking of releasing footage, where are our Republicans releasing the January 6th footage? I'll just keep asking that. It's like just the, the stupid question, uh, you know, when is it going to happen? So President Trump's lawyers arrived at special counsel Jack Smith's offices as the D.C. grand jury reconvened on Thursday. Okay, so I guess they were already in session. Trump's lawyers were told to expect charges. Trump responds to reports of an intimate indictment. And the quote, he put this out on Truth. My attorneys had a productive meeting with the DOJ this morning, explaining in detail that I did nothing wrong, was advised by many lawyers, and that an indictment of me would only further destroy our country. No indication of notice was given during the meeting. Do not trust the fake news on anything. And this is what Trump put out on Thursday afternoon. So apparently his lawyers were told to expect an indictment. The grand jury is still in session. Of course, it's a D.C. grand jury. So what do you think is going to happen? I mean, come on. We can all hope and pray that nothing will come of this and we'll have something to, I guess you could say, celebrate. It's not going to be the case. They're going to come back with an indictment, whether it's seditious conspiracy, whether it's some sort of uh, just, yeah, they're going to come back with something. It's, uh, you know, last Tuesday morning, Trump released a statement on the Biden DOJ's latest attempt to arrest him on junk charges. I love how he calls Jack Smith deranged. He is, especially if you just look at his face. I mean, hold on. Look at this guy. He looks like some evil warlord. Doesn't even, doesn't even live in the country. Big leftist Obama guy. I mean, come on. Yeah, we're really, we're really subjective here. Deranged Jack Smith, the prosecutor with Joe Biden's DOJ, sent a letter. Again, it was, a, it was Sunday night stating that I am the target of January 6th grand jury investigation and giving me a very short four days to report to the grand jury which almost means an arrest and indictment. That's what Trump had said last week. And special counsel Jack Smith leaked another report to New York Times last Wednesday night. The leak came after the House Oversight Committee produced $17 million in bank receipts and witness testimony in the Biden family bribery, corruption, and influence peddling schemes with foreign regimes. So apparently this is coming out. Have to, have to leak, leak out this information because, again— they're getting close on something with Joe Biden that they do not want to come out. Corruption, right? You know, it's, it's unbelievable. So on Thursday of next week, yeah, it seems because this came out yesterday. 
they're saying Thursday, maybe of next week, that the grand jury may in, indict Trump for something for January 6th. It's, uh, I don't know. It's going to happen. It's going to happen. There was uh, some video yesterday uh, out in um, Georgia. It was a Fulton County. They were setting up barricades at the courthouse. They're getting, it's heating up there. They're getting ready to indict uh, Donald Trump for election interference or, or other things. Um, this, this whole like racketeering uh, conspiracy, they want to indict others surrounding them, that, who Donald Trump surrounds himself. Some even maybe members of Congress uh, for, for the whole Georgia voting machine issues and things like that. And again, they're going to indict him January 6th. They're going to indict him Georgia. There'll be a total of four indictments. Who knows? Maybe they'll come up with it. They'll surprise us and come up with something else. And we, again, because obviously if you're watching and listening to this show, you know, MAGA mornings, what it's all about. I am Team Trump, and I will not waver. I will not break. It is Trump. That is who I'm voting for. That is who I'm advocating for. And obviously, if you're listening and watching, um, you are too. And we cannot allow uh, our country to fall further in the hands of these commie, gutless scumbags. And and they're... It's just... It, 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 it's disheartening because you watch this and you see this unraveling. And then, and then you see things like... You see things like this... Democrat mega donor, this, this Sam Bankman Freed, okay, who has heavy, heavy ties with tons of Democrats, including the Clintons, so many of them. And he's over here getting charges dropped. Here, right here, the National Pulse. Charges dropped against Democrat mega donor Sam Bankman Freed, who, like, millions and millions of dollars, campaign contributions, and they're dropping charges against him because, well, he's not a conservative. He's a Democrat mega donor. And uh, he probably has dirt on a lot of Democrats that he's donating to, especially the Clintons. The Department of Justice has dropped campaign finance charges against alleged crypto scammer Sam Bankman-Fried, who was accused of misusing customer deposits and who made $90 million in campaign contributions to around 300 predominantly left-wing political candidates or action committees, PACs, political action committees. $90 million in campaign contributions. That's um, not chump change. And when you're making contributions of that size, <clears throat> To that many left-wing political candidates and those who how many of those have actually gotten into office probably most if not all you have a say you have a seat at the table it doesn't take a lot of money to have a seat at the table i mean you know donate ten thousand dollars to a senator donate fifteen thousand dollars to a senator or a member of, of of the house of representatives and you'll have a seat at the table 
It might not even take that much. And when I mean seat at the table, I don't mean just straight out corruption. I mean, you're a donor and they, you obviously are donating that much money because you have a, you have a political interest. You have maybe have an agenda. You have an interest in something that you're hoping that person that's representing you, that you're donating that much money to is going to uh, consult with you on things or do you favors. Prosecutors argue the United States mishandled the process of extraditing Bankman Freed from the Bahamas, writing a letter stating, in keeping with its treaty obligations to the Bahamas, the government does not intend to proceed to trial on the campaign contributions count. Well, isn't that convenient? So basically, it's because they mishandled paperwork and the process of extraditing this guy, this this. Democrat mega donor scam artist from the Bahamas. Gee, if that wasn't done on purpose, right? Bankfried, who had a net worth of around $26.5 billion at his peak, ranked behind only George Soros in donations to Democrats last year. He also donated to some Republicans through what he described as dark channels, he said in an interview. Apparently, the uh, the quote he gave was, reporters freak the fuck out if you donate to a Republican because they're all super liberal. And I didn't want to have that fight, so I just made all the Republican donations dark. All the Republican ones dark, whatever that means. Bank Freed was the founder and former CEO of cryptocurrency exchange FTX, but resigned last November after the company's collapse costing customers and lenders billions of dollars. He was subsequently arrested and released after paying $250 million bond, the largest in American history. This guy didn't even kill anybody. This guy didn't walk in and kill a family of five and then like eat their toddler's heart for lunch. No, he scammed some people out of money and he got the largest bond in American history, $250 million. He's due to face seven charges in October this year, including accusations that he defrauded customers and lenders to FTX. Nothing about campaign contributions and the pay-to-play and the influence he has over high-end Democrats. They will drop those charges against him, and they will charge Donald Trump with a felony for deleting camera footage at his home and business. You know, when he's indicted for January 6th, you know what the kicker would be? Is if they actually tried to set a bond, a very high bail for Donald Trump. Imagine that, how that would work, just to financially cripple him. All right, Donald Trump, you're indicted, whatever it is, January 6th, bullshit, and we're going to hold you for $100 million. I mean, granted, he has it. He won't spend the night in jail, but they will take that $100 million and hold that hostage until the end of a trial or whatever it might be. And anything they can do to financially cripple Donald Trump into slowing him and stopping him from running for president, they will do. I'll continue donating to Donald Trump. <laughs> You're not going to stop me. He is the king of grassroots donors. DeSantis is running out of money because all of his donors are high-end donors with caps, $2,000 or more they're donating. Listen, I, I encourage everybody. You got 20 bucks, you got 50 bucks, donate it to Donald Trump's back. Was it DonaldJTrump.com, I believe is the website. Donate it directly. It's not go, going to his legal fund. 
It's going to his campaign. But they will spin it that now he's raising money for his legal defense. No. It's it's just more lies. But, you know, they'll let, they'll let pieces of shit like this guy go because he's protected by Biden's DOJ and the Democrats and the bureaucrats that are running it. That's a fact. And then they'll give you a little... They'll give you a little hope that Biden and his White House is not so corrupt as they really are. When Hunter Biden now, whose sweetheart plea deal just collapsed, and they have to come up with another one, and the judge gave him conditions, like you can't use drugs and alcohol during your conditions of your release, and you have to go find a job. How? What is Hunter Biden going to do as a, as, as, a jo- as a job again? I, I can't even figure it out. Who's going to pick Joe Bi- uh, Hunter Biden up to give him a job to uh, comply with his release conditions? And if you think he's not going to drink alcohol and do drugs, you're mistaken. I mean, again, I said it yesterday. You saw his lawyer was taking hits off bongs during a visit. It's pretty interesting. But again, the White House... Let's give the press a little something to talk about if they ask, and they did. So the White House says no presidential pardon for Hunter Biden. So when and if Hunter Biden is convicted of something, Big Daddy Joe, the big guy, is not going to pardon him. First of all, it's not like Corrine Jean-Pierre, the equity hire, as press secretary said this under oath but it was said and if it's you know i don't believe for a minute that hunter biden would not receive a a a pardon but she was questioned about it and here you go we go back to the first question of the briefing. I know you said not a lot's changed since yesterday, and that it's a personal matter. But from a presidential perspective, is there any possibility that the president would end up pardoning his son? No. Well, is there, has, I, I just said no. I just answered. Go ahead. That is a that is an interesting direct answer, though. But she specifically said no. She didn't deflect with another answer. But of course, she just pivoted and went on to the next question. But she didn't even have to think about it. Right off the cuff, she said no. I find that answer odd. First of all, it's not sincere. I mean, if he's convicted of something, he's going to be expected to pardon his son. I mean, I would expect him to pardon his son. It's, 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 it's a play. Unless there's something else going on, I just, I just don't buy it. But literally, when she says, just comes out and says no, as Hunter Biden, you know, his, his kind of legal woes, I, I guess would you say there, his legal troubles are worsening. Maybe, yeah. I mean, the, the judge caught on to this uh, plea deal, the sweetheart plea deal that was going to give him blanket immunity uh, for other crimes. And she's like, no, 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 this is no good. And they're reworking it. It's, um, it, was, it was just a very quick no. And it's, uh, it'll be telling on what, on what comes up with that. All right. With that, we're going to quick... You know, you know what's going to happen right now. Self-sponsored, I'm going to segue into my cigar company that I own, conservative-owned, where profits of this company I use to support America First candidates, support uh, organizations like the Patriot Freedom Project that that uh, pays for the defense of January 6th political prisoners and 
and and the persecution of January 6th defendants uh, also helps their families you know, buy groceries, pay their bills, rent, mortgage, and things like that. And there are other um, other charities actually that I'm I'm vetting that I'm looking to support also uh, through my company, MyPatriotCigars.com. Patriot Cigar Company, that's me. You can go. I don't want to hear that cigars cause cancer. You know what? Breathing causes cancer. So shut up. Cigars are my yoga. This is what relaxes me. You take my cigars and my away from me, we're going to have a problem. And I'm sure there's someone you know that feels the same. So you might be not might not be a cigar smoker yourself, but you probably know somebody who is who you love. MyPatriotCigars.com. Great cigars. Use promo code MAGA, 25% off. We got if you don't smoke cigars and you want to support the company, get yourself. Some merch. We got some hats, shirts. We got all kinds of stuff. A lot of people go on there. They they buy a shirt. Never smoke cigars in their life. Don't even buy cigars, but they want a shirt. And I love it. Thank you. I'm building a brand, and I need you know it's it's an it's a uh, an American small business, and I rely on you know patriots to uh, to support it. You know, uh, parallel economy. I, I do the right things with the the profits of this business, obviously supporting my family and supporting uh, other conservative-owned businesses and things like that. So MyPatriotCigars.com, MAGA, promo code for 25% off, free shipping on orders over 100 bucks, And you can also buy a cigar for a deployed service member. Like I had yesterday after the show, Dan from Kansas City bought a dozen cigars for – deployed service members use the promo code MAGA for 25% off and uh, yeah come and support the company self-sponsored my company mypatriotcigars.com promo code MAGA all right moving on very interesting we yesterday we played the Mitch McConnell having a mini stroke at the podium Okay, and if you missed it, or you didn't see it, which you probably did, I have it right here, and there's a reason I'm sharing it again, because literally Congress has now become an assisted living facility of members of the House and the Senate, but here's Mitch McConnell just vapor-locking behind the podium. And a string of... This guy's having a TIA, a self-correcting stroke, a mini stroke, and they played it off. Sorry, Mitch. You, you, you need to step away and spend the rest of your days with your family. But there's a reason I replayed that because, you know, we have a – a big list of members of Congress who represent us and represent our supposed to represent us and our great, our best interests who, you know, some of them are 90 years old, 85 years old, high seventies. And when I say age is just a number, I truly mean that because like I said yesterday, I think members of Congress when they hit 65 should have to take a cognitive test every year. And if they're still in Congress at 75, they should have to take a cognitive test every six months. Because Dianne Feinstein, there was a vote on the defense appropriations bill, which they voted uh, to, you know, to, to fund our military. She was so confused 
And she was she just returned back to Senate in in a in a wheelchair. I mean, she's a disaster. Um Shifty Shift, Adam Schiff is uh most likely going to succeed her when he runs for Senate in California. I believe he's running for her spot and take her spot. It's unfortunate, but it's most likely gonna happen that we're gonna be stuck with him as a senator now. Uh, the watermelon head piece of shit that he is. So a confused Diane Feinstein, Feinstein tries to give a speech in the middle of a vote on defense appropriations. And when she's, she was just supposed to vote either, you know, nay or I, whatever. And she's 90. And you see the picture here. A staffer ran as she was giving, starting to give some ridiculous speech to say, just vote I. She didn't even know the way she was supposed to vote or remember the way she's supposed to vote. She forgot what planet she was on. And a staffer, an unelected staffer, had to go run and tell her how to vote. So that that so when now they're just 90 years old and they and they don't know how to govern, now they have unelected staffers behind them telling them what they need to do and how they need to vote. It literally, it's like an assisted living facility for members of Congress. We're voting for and electing people that should be in assisted living facilities who should be fed like strained carrots and, and cream of wheat instead of voting to spend hundreds of millions of dollars of our taxpayer money. So I have the video here. This is... uh. Again, it's 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 disturbing. Senator Feinstein. Um, say I. Pardon me. I. I. Yeah. Look. What? Uh, to say I I would like to support a yes vote on this. Um, Just say I. It provides eight hundred and twenty-three billion. That's an increase of twenty-six billion for the Department of Defense. And it funds priorities submitted. Yeah, just say hi. Okay. Just, just say hi. Look. All right, Grandma. Hi. Wow. Wow. Two staffers just say hi. We're going to visit Granny Feinstein. Feinstein in the nursing home, everybody. Hey, you go, oh, no, no, just, 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 yeah, no, that's, don't chew on your shoe. That's not. That's not a banana. That's your shoe, Grandma Feinstein. Feinstein, whatever, however the hell you want to say her name. Assisted living. She belongs in an assisted living. I want you to. I want to play it again, and I want you to notice if you're watching on the screen. That's her in the green, sitting there in this shot. And to her left is this woman with white hair. One of her staff telling her just say I. And then there's the guy, the other staffer, who she flags to, like, hey, get over here and get this old bag to say, you know, I. Now this doesn't want to replay for me. I knew it was going to do that. That's all right. We don't have to replay it. Not a big deal. So here, 90-year-old senator. Diane Feinstein on Thursday appeared confused as she tried to give a speech in the middle of a Senate vote. She's 90 years old. She just returned to Senate in a wheelchair. She, she's shot. Get rid of her. Get rid of Mitch McConnell. But you know what? There's more than that. My good friend, J.R. Majewski, great patriot from Ohio who needs to be in Congress, 
they really rail- railroaded him and the feckless, gutless Republican leadership basically turning their back on him. And he's an America first MAGA patriot. And it's a shame with the likes of these pieces of shit in a congressional leadership that just want to turn their back on him because he's on, un- he's ungovernable. He's uncontrollable. The leadership can't control him. That's what they, and that's what they want in a candidate. So he posted a list of these old members of Congress, okay, and Senate. And it's unbelievable. I didn't realize we had this many. You have Grace Napolitano out of California, who's 86. Eleanor Holmes Norton out of D.C. Uh, No, I'm sorry. Uh, What is that? Alabama, D.C.? Uh, she's out another Democrat, 85 years old. Harold Rogers, Kentucky, 85. Bill Prescrell out of New Jersey, 85. Maxine Waters, California, 84. Uh, Steny Hoyer, 83 out of Maryland. James Clyburn, South Carolina, 82. Nancy Pelosi, 82. Danny Davis, Illinois, 81. John Carter out of Texas, 81. Ann Ishu out of, out of California, 80. It goes on. Another one, 80 years old, 79 years old, 79 years old. Chuck Grassley is 89. He's going to be 90 in September. And he's like the only one I would say he'd probably pass a cognitive test. I don't know. He, he, he is sharp enough. He does a lot of stuff with the whistleblowers. But still, I mean, what are we doing? Diane Feinstein, who's now uh, 90, who can't even doesn't even know when to vote. Bernie Sanders, 81. Mitch McConnell, 80 years old. 79, 79. I mean, all, you know, all right. So they, Joe Manchin, 75. Joe Manchin's pretty with it. I mean, he's a Democrat. I like to get rid of him. Mitt Romney, Republican, might as well be a Democrat, 75. Rich Blumenthal out of Connecticut, who, you know, lied about his military record in Vietnam. He's 76. But these people, it is literally, and they'll run for reelection. But here's the thing. A lot of them won't be able to. And this is where it's important for now. Who are they going to be? Who are going to be their replacements? Are they going to be party lapdogs or are they going to be America first candidates? And that's where people like us come in. It's really important. So just, yeah, we're, it is, it is literally an assisted living facility at the Capitol. People don't realize it. And they'll, they'll say, oh, the age, all right, you have the age, but now look at the people. We just had Mitch McConnell have a mini stroke in front of a podium, and we had staffers, unelected staffers, telling Feinstein how to vote, when to vote. It's wild. It really, really is wild. And it, it just, how, how screwed up things are. And, and to, to end on, on another screwed up, weird note it's just unbelievable what the hell's going on un boss this is from the national pulse un boss says world now in global boiling era we're not in the global warming boiler boiling we're not in the global warming era anymore because it's summer and it's hot out it's hot i'm in new york it's hot it's been 90 degrees here it's hot uh, nobody's boiling, but oh my God, every summer, look how hot it is. Let's take the weather maps and let's make them fire orange where it's hot. You know, notice they changed the, the weather mapping colors to make it seem like we're on the verge of just this, this climate holocaust. Just stop. UN Secretary Antonio Guterres has claimed the world is now literally boiling 
that human activity is responsible and that Western governments must inflict substantial economic pain on their citizens for climate justice. The West, the United States must inflict substantial economic pain on their citizens in the name of climate justice. No more cooking, no more fossil fuels, no more gas, no more. I mean, come on. This guy, Guterres, a former prime minister of Portugal and secretary general of the Socialist Party in the European Union country that said climate change is here. It is terrifying and is just the beginning. So this guy is a sick socialist. And here he is. Listen to this guy. Hold on. Let me bring this up. Hold on. Make this bigger so you can see what kind of idiot this guy really is. Look at this. And for scientists, it is unequivocal. Humans are to blame. <laughs> All this is entirely consistent with predictions and repeated warnings. The only surprise is the speed of the change. Climate change is here. It is terrifying, and it is just the beginning. The era of global warming has ended. The, <laughs> era, the era of global boiling has arrived. The air is unbreathable. The heat is unbearable, and the level of fossil fuel profits and climate inaction is unacceptable. Leaders must lead. Inflict economic pain on your citizens in the name of climate justice. The United Nations wants to inflict economic pain on you in the name of climate justice. How does that guy fly around? How does he travel? How does he get to the UN? Does he fly private? How does he get there? I'd really like to know. How do they all fly around? It's all bullshit. The air is unbreathable. If the air was unbreathable, it 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 would not he he would not be breathing. Let's face it. In any case, I'm going to leave it there. It's Freedom Friday. I will be back tonight for I'm sure will be an off the rail show with my co-host James Curry for Freedom Friday at 8.30 p.m. Eastern right here, 1776live.tv. Get to the Rumble channel. Come and watch. We're going to cover UFOs, plea deals, dead chefs, and whoever. Who knows what else? We'll have memes of the week. I'll be waiting for you a meme so we can see what it is and hopefully add it in there. Make sure you DM it to me in case I don't see it. But if I don't see you all in the chats, I will be back Monday morning at 8 a.m. Eastern right here on MAGA Mornings on Rumble. Hit the follow. Hit the like. But I will. Oh, big Trump rally tomorrow in Erie, Pennsylvania. I'll be checking that out. I don't think I'm going to live stream it, but I'll check it out. We'll see how the day goes. Maybe you'll get a surprise notification that I'll be live streaming it. But I don't think so. But I'll be back Monday morning. I'll be back tonight, 8.30 p.m. Eastern with James Curry. As always, MAGA hat stays on. Enjoy your day. We'll see you soon.